Hey, this is Blue State Rob, and you're listening to the Eric Zane Show podcast, a show hosted by a liberal Republican whose ancestry dates back to the small country of Armenia and fueled by bouts of anxiety and adult attention hyperactivity disorder, also known as ADHD. It's not the best, but still better than radio. Anyway, here's your host, Eric Zane. Welcome into the Eric Zane Show podcast for this, the 12th of January, 2022. Time marches on for whom the battles. Uh, discussion with a gentleman at the YMCA named Don. Don's a bit older than I am, 68. Real sweet, sweet dude. Nice guy. I think he's having uh, a couple of issues with uh, coming to grips with aging. Sucks getting old. You know, he sounded all depressed and bummed out, and I'm like, ah. I go, yeah, you know, aches and pains. But he, I mean, he gets out there, he runs. Uh, he goes, uh, my, my run isn't really a run. It's just more like a kind of a fast walk. I go, doesn't matter, Don. Doesn't matter. Uh, not Marathon Don. Not the Don. Another Don. And he's like, uh, yeah, well, I, don't, I don't run very... I go, it doesn't matter. I go, you and I aren't going to win any races. I go, but you, the impact... Of, of moving even faster than a walk is very good. I mean, walk is great. Walk is excellent. But if you, uh, you know, if you're a little lighter on your feet, that's a, what do you mean? I go, well, your, your, your skeleton is going to regenerate quicker. He goes, what are you talking about? What are you, I don't get it. Well, you know, I'm smarter than everyone. We all know this, but uh, this is going to keep your bones strong. I don't get it. I go, well, uh, impact is going to break the bones down and then build them back up. Osteoblasts and osteoclasts. That's what we're talking about here. Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. So the osteoclasts eat up the bone, the old withered crappy bone, and consume it. And then osteoblasts build that matrix up to the strength that you need. That's why you're fit as a fiddle. You're walking upright. You're not slouched. You're strong. You're here. You're queer. And that's it. That's what it is. Oh. I go, yeah, you know, in an old timer, they say, oh, yeah, grandpa fell and broke his hip. He goes, yeah. I go, yeah. I go, well, he didn't break his hip when he fell. He was just walking across the room and his hip broke and then he fell It's because he's in, he doesn't do what you're doing, Don. Oh, I, and he goes, well, yeah, if, I, if, you, if you look at it that way and I really just do this and he was, this is so adorable. This is an 
older gentleman, like I said, he goes, I really just do this so I can eat cookies. <laughs> I go, what, what? He goes, yeah, if I do this, then I, I can eat my cookies and cake at night and I don't get, I don't get fat. I go, well, that is, that's the cutest thing ever, Don. Yes. He goes, I'm going to go home and get my milk and my cookies. I go, and I'm not going to feel guilty about it. I go, no, you shouldn't. That's why you're here to eat the cookies, Don. <laughs> so then, uh, see him the next day. I go, I, 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 hey, got, hey, cookie day, right, Don? He goes, no, today's cake day. My wife made cake, so I'm going to go. We'll get the biggest piece of cake. <laughs> what is he, Santa? All right, hang on. I got to drink coffee. Whatever it takes. Right, Kate? So, uh, all right. I had a workout Sunday. I had a workout Monday. I had a workout Tuesday. Today is the day. I got to get back there to get the Thursday deal done. It has to be because I want to eat cookies. I want to be like Don. I want to eat the cookies. And it looks like no big deal. I can pull this off. I've got uh, Growers 101 with John from Horizon Hydroponics at 4 p.m. You'll see me live. And then I can go immediately over to the YMCA. Team Knuckle Dragger is down a member as we speak. I'm not sure what's going on. I just know that Andy is has been under the weather. Hasn't been in the gym in quite some time. So Team Knuckle Dragger, I'll see those guys. It's going to be awesome. That will be day number four. Because your old pal Eric Zane has a physical coming up next month. And one year ago, I sat in front of buyers and I said, he goes, Eric, uh, yeah, we got to get this uh, cholesterol in control. You're on the verge of getting into a into the red zone. We don't want the red zone. Oh, yeah, no problem. No problem. Yeah, and you're gonna have to increase your activity and you're you're overweight. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm gonna I'm I'm turning up the heat, man. It's gonna be awesome. One year later, I think I'm worse now. I have to be. I have to be worse now. Oh my god. Welcome in. This is the daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Each and every day of the work week, Monday through Friday, right here in the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Thank you so much for being along on Twitch. Twitch.tv or twitch.com slash Eric Zane Live is where you find it for the live show. How about that? Okay. And if you would follow that page, that's awesome. That doesn't cost you a dime. I would appreciate it if you're even listening to the audio podcast to do what I just said and follow that page. It's very helpful for your old pal, Eric Zane. Um, if you do that, and then while you're there, there's a red button that says uh, Prime Subscription. You can sign up. You can subscribe, which, um, you know, you can watch the, the entire show without any commercial interruption when you do that by signing up for free with your Amazon Prime account. That is something. I don't know what it really. I mean, seriously. If I'm 
I'm like, oh, my God. Well, I can just sit through a commercial, not the end of the world. But it, it, it just plops it in right in the middle of a sentence. There's like no rhyme or reason to it. Uh, Ziljan, Armenian symbol maker, says, how are you overweight? Well, I should. This is how I'm overweight. I should weigh 150 and I weigh closer to 180. That's how I'm overweight. Be like, I don't see it. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't want to. It's bad. It's really bad. Sexy voice Andrea says because Eric is only five feet, uh, five foot tall. Yes, that's true. There you go. So absolutely overweight. I I have this horrible double chin now. So if it's at the right angle on the FaceTime, I'm, I'm like, oh God, I cannot handle it. I just cannot handle it. Hang on, I gotta drink this coffee. Okay, one more. Uh, stumbled upon this. I want to share it with you. We got to watch this together. I wouldn't normally um, go and check out a uh, Facebook page called Whistling Diesel. But I stumbled upon a video that this dude made. By the way, look at this dude's truck. This old, nice Dodge. And uh, he's got this super uh, giant wheels and tires on it. Young guy. I think he's made a ton of money being a uh, video blogger. Basically, uh, documenting his exploits. Doing stuff with uh, trucks, diesel, um, motor trucks, whatever, Duramax. And um, he's good enough at it that he has a pretty damn big following. Okay, what happened here was on his uh, at his residence, he has these uh, cameras on his property. And... Uh, some local yokel Yahoo spray painted the cameras and then entered his property and stole his possessions. And he put together this video of what he did to get to the bottom of it because it was also another camera that um, wasn't able to be spray painted because it was high up on a tree. So he was able to get uh, visual descriptions. You can see who this person was, what the vehicles look like, uh, a license plate. And then um, he had trackers on a lot of his possessions. I guess he anticipated that this might happen or something like that. And uh, so he very easily was able to determine where his uh he had like a, a four-wheeler that was stolen and a leaf blower and some old truck tail uh, tailgates. I guess he recycles those and puts them back on other vehicles and stuff like that. He flips vehicles, I assume. And uh, so he, want, he goes to actually the residence of where his stuff was stolen. And that's where I'm, gonna, I'm not going to play the whole thing for you, but I just freaking, I became a fan of this guy in an instant. And I just stumbled upon this damn thing. 
That's what it was. Tarantula Farmer's seen this. He had some stuff stolen the day before, so he added the trackers. Okay. This is spectacular. Everybody's wanted to do this. Yeah, that's nice. Little uh, black spray paint right all over the front of my $600 cell cam. You missed Aww. the one that's up in the tree right here. This is the guy. So, got some of these bad boys. These are Apple AirTags now. I have 16 of them. We're gonna stick these in the most hidden spots. And then hopefully the guy who stole my other stuff takes one of these and it leads us right to where he's taking everything. <laughs> how, how great is this? Stealth. <laughs> this is why old guys should never fuck with young guys. Uh, because they're just smarter than you. They've, they're, 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 there's no way. Can you imagine if like 40 years ago you explained all these types of avenues uh, for catching someone to, to someone back in time? They'd look at you like you were crazy. It's like, what? Cameras? What? Trackers? Huh? What the? Yo, this is our guy. Where? The forerunner's at his house. We're going to go there right now. The guy wears a mask, goes up. And spray paints two of my cameras. I have pictures of his truck going by 60 seconds later. It's this house here. Look, tell me if you see a Forerunner and a, and a maroon F-250. <coughs> so I find it funny, he's got a gate. Maybe he doesn't want someone stealing his stuff. Do not steal from me. I just want to confirm, how do you know this person has your stuff? I have pictures of him driving in <laughs> and then coming out 10 minutes later with a bunch of my stuff in the back of his car. And we just found out um, where he lives. I'm just here at the road, yes. Alright, I've got deputies on the way, okay? Thank you very much. The gate's unlocked. We could go in, but I don't see no trespassing sign anywhere, technically. He's There's shop. four people that live here. I did, I did my research. I, I should have said on the phone, yeah, like, we're going in right now. We're going in. <laughs> they'd be like, they'd be like, what <laughs> the here? Yeah. We sold three compound bows, three tailgates, the four-wheeler ramps, uh, backpack leaf blower, and that's all I know of so far painting my security cameras he didn't see this one is up in the air literally my stuff in the okay so he's explaining this all to the deputies on the property the old man who was wearing the mask who stole the stuff he's looking he's watching this unfold at his gate can you imagine he's he is shitting his pants Terry says this kid is a goober. Why? Why? Why is he a goober? Seems seems all right to me. Sounds like a little bit of jealousy flying out of Terry there. Uh, what is it, Terry? Craig says, you know, it'd be some great technology if we could see this as full screen, I isn't it? Is it? Are you are you sounding like Dirk? Back of his car. The same car that's here. This, which one? Um, the Forerunner and then the F-250. Yeah, uh, three yeah. compound bows. Car nine. Look at, there's the guy. Here. He's looking, oh no. Ha ah, ah. That's that's him. You can see in the Forerunner, it's the same shape through the windshield. Okay, now I'm only going to play this up to when he's interacting with the cops. Okay. No, we just found out and got here. So oh, okay. I got Look at him talking. Hopefully it's as simple as a slight apology and we're on our way with my stuff back. Okay, now this guy is way gracious, this YouTuber. He's now, if that were me, okay, I would be requesting 
that the cops shoot him. Okay? Seriously, I would be so pissed off. They just asked him. They he still, just denied it. Yeah, he did. Straight up denying it. Yeah. His heart's racing. He won't even look him in the eyes. Yeah, he's nervous. This is hilarious, dude. Right in front of his wife. He's like, there's no plate. He just said there's no plate. But the yeah. car's in his right. Exactly. Without a plate. <laughs> Have you ever pictured one of the plates? Yeah, I have a picture of the Ford plate. I heard him say, you don't got no plate. He's like, you don't exactly. have Exactly. I have pictures of your, pl your plate. I have your plate. Pictures of you, pictures that, of your car without have, a plate, pictures, pictures of your, your plate. Mom. <laughs> he, he's going straight to, do you have pictures of this? Yeah. Do you have pictures of that? His wife is clueless, dude. She's so clueless. Look how she's looking at him. She's so clueless. She's looking at him like, you're fucking dead. She's so confused. I mean, that could have been someone else's forerunner and big Nick walking up and stealing your. Like, <laughs> you can come back with us first. Well, he's like, let me see those pictures of me on camera. You see a tag that Where's the camera? Where's the camera? Where's the camera? He didn't see it, so he's questioning where it was. Where's that? Where was that camera at? I didn't see that one. The vehicles are in his yard. Right they there, in both of them. I have pictures of him. I have pictures of him and the vehicle. Ah, ah. Let him come look. Oh, they're going in. <laughs> Okay, now I'm not going to sit there and watch the rest of this thing. I, I I will link it up so you can see how it ends. But, oh, shit. This is terrific. Oh, man. Uh, Jason Schaefer says, as a former LEO law enforcement officer, it would piss me off when people would waste my time with the whole an apology and all my stuff back is all I want. Want crime to stop? Charge a MFR and send the message. Okay. Y'all are like, okay, let's watch the whole thing. Uh, Terry says, I think it's perfectly fair to think somebody is a goober and still like their content. I do it for an old radio dude, too. All right, I'll tell you what. I'll watch a little more. You guys are like, come on, it's a cliffhanger. Don't do that. That's all they needed. He didn't invite him in. Dude. You're telling me I don't have to wait for someone to steal all my stuff to catch this guy? I went up to his door. Yeah. Look, he's way in front of the cops too. He's like, he's like, kind of run in there and hide him real quick. Yeah. He's like, oh, nope, not in here. All right, I'm going to bump ahead. Okay, hang on. Sergeant told him, said, you know, I'm almost certain we have enough right now for a search warrant. So, right, thank you. Be ready. Yeah, um, it's right down here. Like I said, well, I've turned over CID. They can write a search warrant if they want to and go from there. Okay, thank you. And who knows? Maybe I'll change your heart for now and then and decide to call us back out. Okay, so now they're back at Dude's residence. Okay. Uh, and now, so and then they jump ahead to after the search warrant is obtained rather quickly. Yeah, he was mad. He still. He's taking him to it. I dreamt of this day, dude. I've dreamt of this day ever since my dad had a skid loader stolen when I was a kid. I was like, if anyone ever steals from me, they're getting. <gasps> Is that my tailgate? So, dude, what's the white thing? What's the white thing? Did you see that? Someone picked up something. There's the tote. Is that the tote? The yellow. What? The... That's the detective. You think it is? Yeah, I bet. No. no, I'm pretty sure that was one of their oh, cars. His kids. I don't know, it's a Maldi, dude. It's usually a cop car. <laughs> Both sides. Oh, 
Good you, boy. you know you're living in some hick town when the detectives all walk in dressed like this. Holy shit. Why do they just dress up casually? They're detectives. You think? Uh -huh. Yeah, hundred percent. A folder. They, they all got the out. There's three people. <laughs> Dude, this <laughs> is funny as. Look at this detective. Are you updated at all? Okay. I think we got most of your stuff. Really? You don't want him arrested for any of this right here. You want your stuff back. I want my. Yeah, that's a thing. I I I kind of agree with Jason. I mean, um, for the next guy down the road. You, you definitely want in, uh, charges to be pressed. And especially if you're making this video so that the next asshole can see that it's not the easiest thing in the world to steal from someone and there are repercussions, you know? We have, this, we have this problem right here. Because I already stole the thunder. He ends up uh, not even pressing charges in any way. He just says, hey, I just want my stuff back. I just want my stuff back. Vandalize those. Are you wanting? Are um, you wanting like? I I, I would you? say, hey, grab me a check for fourteen hundred or uh, cash, and we're good. Like, okay. And if he gets caught for anything else, I will charge if Sorry. if it helps other yeah. people. Okay. I'm backing up to the same guy's house that took my stuff. Your phone's recording. I'm getting my stuff back right now. Okay, now the interaction coming up here between him and this thief is just incredible. I I I. It's so fucking awkward. It's uh, uh, it, you know amazing. He's face to face with this thief. I'm embarrassed to no end for my wife and, and you, of course. There's not a good excuse. I went over there in my truck and I. Um, listen, listen to this. Go back and got muddy and I saw those two. I looked over, I saw those big wheels and I got out and I looked down. It's pretty cool. He says, no excuse and then offers an excuse. At this point in the story, he's like, yeah, I saw something and I got out and looked at him and said, pretty cool. Yeah, no one's going to see something and then just get, stop the truck to get out and say, wow, pretty cool. They're just looking to see if they can steal him. And I had to look over and the, the doors were ajar on those crates. I walked around, I looked at him. I can't get out this muddy. So just in my head, I'm thinking, I'm going to come back with that old truck right there. Didn't he have a water cup? I mean, they had no antifreeze there. Just drove over there and walked in and those I'm not even sure what he means by water pipe and antifreeze. Tailgates were laying right there at the gate, the door, and then the fan, on back was the ramp, and it was a cooler, and then a box shirt. And like that box shirt opened, I said, oh, those are pretty for night, and I'd stuck them. And there's no good excuse. And what you're doing here, I do appreciate. And I'm gonna pay for those cameras. What a piece of shit. Look at this dirty slob. I mean, I, I feel like a freaking I mean, I, idiot, dude. I, I get like idiot. people go through difficult times, like, you know, like. Well, yeah, you see, the problem is this dude who's uh, got his shit stolen, he's way too much of a pussy. Okay. He needs to go for the jugular here. Um, it's, it's this whole. A little too sensitive for the world, in my opinion. I mean, I'm, I'm, I know there's no excuse for it. There's no excuse, but I'm saying, like, people have difficult times. Like, I get it, but, I mean, I don't tolerate anyone taking my stuff ever. Yeah, you are tolerating it. I'm never going to let and anyone, I, I never have let anyone get away with it. Well, like, I appreciate if you want to make it even with me. I really appreciate that. But, I do. But sentimental, like that bow, I won. God, he's, like, actually, like, almost thanking this thief. I won when I was a kid. He's, like, thanking him for giving it for, uh, um... Getting his stuff back. I didn't tell. I, pulled, like, I couldn't even pull it back. I know. So, you know, I couldn't even I know, pull it back. Yeah, so it's just like, 
you know, there, there's no excuse. This guy steals the bow and he can't even pull it. I appreciate you, there is you know, no making excuse. it even, but, but yeah, like, I don't, I don't really have much to say about it. Uh, okay. Somehow in my mind, I saw the sale sign, the gate, standing out the road, I thought... They've abandoned this stuff. Yeah, someone's residence, all this great shit, it's been abandoned. I'll just go on the private property and take it, but spray paint the cameras ahead of time. No, I'm thinking, why was this thing not blocked? And no excuse again, but it's like I made myself feel like I wouldn't do nothing wrong. Yeah. I mean, I, like, I got the. This is horrible enabling behavior. Hold on, I want to see what y'all are talking about. Uh, Wings Guy 71. You appreciate it? You appreciate that he's paying for shit he stole and damaged? This YouTuber douche is asshole of the day as of now. <laughs> Talking way too fast and too many likes. Freaking millennials. He might be a zier. Pussy ass millennial. Uh, this kid must make tons of cash for videos, so much content. I'm pretty sure this guy is is very well off. Tarantula Farmer says he's getting great content in this video. That's absolutely true. And, and, um, he, I don't know. I think him being, having grace with this guy, I think ultimately, it will score him points with the people who would watch the videos. I guess. I mean, I would personally. Well, it's, it's six of one half dozen the other. I think it would also look great if they slapped the cuffs on this guy and, you know, drop the knee of Derek on his neck, frankly. Picture of you. You had a mask over your face. I did. You took your plate off. Yeah, I've never had to play Okay, now now the wife is like, yeah, enough talk. How much does he owe you? The camp for seven hundred each. That's all he owes me as long as everything's here. Seven hundred. What did you say? Two cameras. I don't get you some. Not a cooler. It was just seven hundred each. I just want to say that there's no excuse. How fucking humiliating is this for this guy? This is so excellent. If I were him, I would just, I would just, uh, you know, throw myself off a cliff. It would be so bad. Can you imagine trying to explain this to your wife after everybody left? I mean, are you putting her in that terrible position? difficult time? Are you? I just. I just came no, over me. I was like, the door's up. I look, yes. What was your reason for coming back and painting the cameras? I didn't even know there was cameras in a friend of mine. I said, you know, there's cameras right there over that property. I was like, so you told you told a friend? No, 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 no. We were talking about <laughs> He's, he's uh, trying to figure out if there's someone else involved in this. And I said, yeah, I, just, I drove back there. I'm saying you know this guy. I said, I drove back there. She knows it's camera right there. I said, no, I had no idea. That weighed on my mind. So I mean, what the f I thought paint them after the fact. We do. Um, hey, Paint, let me look in that box real quick. By the way, everybody knows who he is in this town. Like the cops earlier were like, oh, yeah, I know you. Uh, you're that YouTuber with the uh, with the Duramax. The uh, the thief just said, if there was a hundred T-shirts in there, there's still a hundred. Yeah, like anybody's gonna believe anything you say ever. And this old man, 
it's not like he's hard up. He's got a beautiful pole barn. He's got plenty of vehicles in there. Nice looking residence. Big, uh, big piece of property. <clears throat> okay. They just gave this kid uh, 14 $100 bills. Um, just keep that. I'm not... No. I, you guys... No. Okay. And then this asshole gives the wife the money back for the cameras that this fucking idiot destroyed. Uh, YouTuber goes, no, uh, you can just have this money back. It's okay that you destroyed my shit. You apologize and gave my... I destroyed that. I destroyed your, your property and I did this. You apologize and gave... Like, I appreciate it. You're not going to steal again. <laughs> Now I want if I'm the if I'm the sheriff, I just pull out my gun and shoot them all. I just shoot every one of them. Steal again. Keep it. Keep it. <laughs> what the fuck? Come on. You asshole. Look at these detectives. Look at this guy. He's like, fuck you. We do what? The fuck are you doing? We're 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 big fans. We're big fans. Oh, he's shaking hands with this piece of shit. Come on, man. Um, that is uh okay. That is too much grace. Way too much. All right. Even if he kept the money, it's too much grace. Baby, again, baby Jesus is at the round table with the apostles. And he's like, all right, this, this, he's, uh, he's, he's too, too versed in grace. We need to toughen this one up a little bit or rip off an arm or something. What a shithead. I'm not going to press charges or anything. I, you're, I, I doubt you're going to take anything again, I, but I just want my stuff back. So I, I appreciate, but thank you for... Yeah, this is wrong. This amount of grace is actually worse than the crime, in my opinion. I have plenty. Of, I have enough money. I have. I don't. I don't need my stuff back. I just. I just want it. I just wanted my stuff back. It's okay. Is there anything else you guys needed? From me? Is there anything you needed? He's talking to the uh, to the cops. Um, you've got my card. You got anything? Get any other issues? Anything that comes up, let me know. Let's say I doubt those issues. These guys have. Yeah, I'm sure you're good, so. Okay. All right. Come on, man. Thank you. Let me know. Okay. Thanks. 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 You're a stand-up guy. You're a stand-up guy. He's thinking you're an asshole. Thanks for wasting my time. You fucking dick. He goes. I, I, it's a breath of fresh air. That's a lie. He goes. You should have. You. Sh oh man. Look at this guy. He he said he watched you on YouTube. He knew exactly what he was doing. He stole Monster Max shirts. He knew exactly what he was doing. Stole Monster Max shirts. Yeah. I felt horrible for his wife. She was like crying. Yeah, yeah she was. I mean, that's that. It's he said. He said he. He stole. That's uh this whole town is full of dumb fucks. <laughs> uh Nick says he actually just saved him a lot of paperwork. Um remember when that when YouTubers made our property taxes go up in the whole town? That was awesome. 
Uh, Crank says, no, no, no. They still got to document everything. They still have the paperwork. A dude was so pumped up about catching someone stealing when his dad's stuff got ripped off, then completely pusses out. Detectives are thinking, this punk ass just cost me a four-page report. <laughs> Johnny Sack, who's new, welcome. Thank you, Nick, for uh, giving him a, a tier one sub. Says, are they about to kiss too? Jesus, being too soft. You are not kidding. What an asshole. Fuck. Can't drop the E out of you, says I'm convinced this is staged. I'd agree, but the reactions are too real. That Those were, I, I'm usually, I've got a pretty good sense of what's fake and what's not. Uh, the way that old timer was disgusted with himself and embarrassed and making excuses like that. There's, I just, I guess it's possible, but nah. Uh, it it uh, it see it seems pl- pretty uh, legit to me. I don't know, maybe it's staged. I don't think so though. Glad we got to find out what happened. Can't believe you were going to keep the rest of that fiasco from us. Well, you know, I uh, originally thought that uh, maybe you wouldn't want to sit through it all, but we did okay. All right. Good thing he wasn't double A. I'm not sure what that means. Good thing he wasn't AA. Good thing he wasn't double A. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. What the fuck are you talking about? Wow. Yesterday, drama at the household. Got done doing the free podcast. Got done doing the Patreon. Uh, my, my meeting went off without a hitch. Thank God. Um, I was finishing up the Patreon at 1.50. I had to be across town at 2.30. Had I not seen in the comments of the Patreon, don't you have to be somewhere? I would have screwed that one up again, too. <clears throat> this is the same group that I had missed up uh, twice earlier. When I was, I completely blew off the first meeting and then was a day early for the makeup meeting. As soon as I was like, holy shit, you're right. I got to end this show. Boring Dean, Kate, texted, you have to be somewhere. Get going. You're right. You're right. I am. I am. Um, so I got home and uh, I had to post the uh, Patreon bonus podcast, the audio. So I got that done. And um, before that, though, I fed the dogs, fed the cats. This is key. Daisy, the bulldog said, I need more food. So while I was upstairs, something happened. I come downstairs and the NFK, my wife's brother-in-law, if you're new, uh, the lobotomized family member, not kidding. He's freaking out. Holy shit. Fuck. Shit. Fucking shit. Fuck. What? What's up? Daisy went downstairs again and ate the cat's food. And now that's no big deal. But he's acting like Daisy just killed the cat. And I'm like, did she? Oh, my God. Well, that's why she's uh, 
Uh, sometimes she's a little overweight. Well, uh, thank you. Thank you. I'll go down there and uh, refeed the cat. How does that sound? Well, I swear I tried to stop her, but I couldn't get fucking shit fucked. Okay. No problem. Another scoop of the food. And uh, I go walking down the steps. And then I noticed as I got down there and got to the uh, flooring, it's just cement. You know, I ripped up the floor. It's been two years since we've had that room finished because I'm so slow at repairing it or getting it uh, updated. I know. No need to bring that up anymore. I get it. Something was off as I walked through the basement to put the food into the bowl. And then I walked through the basement and I could sense I'm like, something's peculiar, and I can't quite place it. What's going on? Something to do with walking through here. And then the idea popped in my head. I bet while Daisy was down here, yes, she did. She took a big, gnarly shit, and I am wearing these enormous, uh, uh, you know, insulated boots with the sole that has... Uh, grooves on it like a monster truck tire. And I stepped fully in. It looked like a dinosaur's shit, like a fucking triceratops went into the basement and unloaded a shit. And my foot went right into it. And then I proceeded to walk and I could tell that my, I was like shifting um, underneath my, between the flooring and the shoe was something that was causing me to like, move uh in a uh a weird way while i was walking i was kind of like you know and it's because uh my foot was the shoe was sliding on shit that is now tracking through the room and getting jammed up in those grooves and then i'm like what the fuck so i flip on a light this all happens in one second i look down the shit is um, when I stepped on it, it flattened it, went up in the grooves, and then it curled up to the side of the foot and is now stuck to the side of the boot. And it's like I could not believe I couldn't have stepped more squarely on this pile of shit that Daisy did. And I'm like, motherfucker. And uh, it was at this point that I wanted to go work out. So I was like, well, this is going to, this is going to slow down the, uh, there's nothing worse than that. And I'm like, well, uh, I'm 51% wanting to take off the boot and clean it. 49% of me wants to just throw this brand new pair of boots that I got for Christmas in the garbage. And that would be an acceptable thing. So uh, I decided to keep the boot. And uh, I, I was like, well, this is going to take some effort to clean this thing. So um, I wandered over to this one drawer we have in the kitchen where these fucking uh, uh, shish kebab, wooden shish kebab skewers are. And um, I mean, we're talking, it was... I'm like digging into all the crevices and it, it, oh boy. Oh God. 
it uh, it took a significant amount of time to get this done. And then I'm, I'm running water on this utility tub that we have. And, uh, oh boy, it was just ridiculous. Poop soup. Yes. And then the, the shit is getting, as it's falling off the boot, it's getting stuck. Okay. You know, like the water goes down the drain. Um, it's, it's actually causing a clog. So then I have to take the end of the shish kebab skewer and stab at the shit in the bottom of the drain. Ugh. Aram says, I hope you didn't put the skewer back in the drawer. I did. I cleaned it. No. Threw it away, you idiot. Come on. Crank says, the NFK's toothbrush. Diana says to me the other day, she goes, okay, um, you got to make sure he brushes his teeth before the surgery. I said, uh, no, I'm not doing that. I am. No. If he doesn't want to brush his teeth and then somebody, and, and we're paying or he's paying for their, for, I guess, Medicare is paying for the surgery. Well, then I guess they're just going to have to deal. If we're if he's so broken that I can't convince him to brush his fucking teeth. Fuck that. I am not involved. It's bad enough that I have to give him a pep talk time and again about washing his asshole. God knows if that even gets done. I'm uh, I'm half convinced that when he goes into the uh, bathroom for the shower, he just turns the water on and stands there and plays with his dick or something. Unbelievable. We are uh, 18 minutes away from Dear Meathead. I do have a number of questions. Thank you very much for sending them along. I appreciate that. Um, so I don't... Uh, I'm good. I'm actually good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm wondering if dad's going to take time to tell us how much uh, you all mean to him. Uh, as I indicated yesterday, he tends to say the, say the same thing. Uh, but it's important to him. He loves it. Oh, my God. You ever, like, uh, wear a hat? Like, I, I just, you know, had a hat on. I just took it off. And then your hair actually hurts. Like, it, it was all matted one particular way. And then you move it around, and it's like, Pain on your scalp. Jesus. Okay. Uh, the open of the Eric Zane Show podcast. First of all, brought to you by me. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. E-R-I-C-Z-A-N-E. What is that? I've always, I, I've heard you. What the hell is that? That's a fancy way of saying that I do a second podcast when this one is done. However, there's no sponsors on it. It's powered by your dollars and cents. So, if you really want to like, man, Zane, I really want to help keep the podcast going by throwing a financial contribution your way. Well, you get something for that. You get the Patreon. Um, you throw five or ten bucks into my bucket. I give you 15 plus hours of content each and every week on top of what you get with the free podcast. All right. 
Just go check it out. That's all I'm asking you to do. P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. And uh, see what's going on there. I have a number of uh, different pieces of content. Different but the same, I guess. You have the Lost Zane recordings, which is uh, full shows from my old radio days on BBL. I release those twice a week. Smarter than a former drug dealer trivia. Yesterday it was Megan taking on Dale. The Insane Asylum on Thursdays, I released that. My two-hour music-driven radio show on Northern Michigan's uh, Q100. You get it before it airs, minus the commercials. The Daily Patreon Bonus, which kind of accompanies this one. And then the Ben and Eric Patreon Podcast, which will happen this week on Thursday. Tomorrow at 7 p.m. Hopefully, uh, Joke Judge Saul will be joining us once again. Blind Saul. That worked out spectacularly with Saul being the lone voice on uh, being a joke judge for Ben's shitty Twitter jokes. And I think they're all shitty. All right. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane for just one month. Try it out. Put me on probation. Try me out for one month. If you don't like it, cancel it. If you like it, Convert it to a yearly, and I'll save you 10%. They're working hard at uh, uh, expanding the business at Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. That's, uh, that makes me feel great. I'm very, very happy to hear that uh, things are going so well enough for you that you are expanding. An amazing place to get your vehicles repaired, ER Vines, Irvines.com. People are like, is it IR? No, it's ER, ER Vines. Irvines.com. They are along 44th Street in Grand Rapids, Michigan, just uh, a couple of blocks east of 131. The street is called Stafford. You look down there, see the Irvine sign. Pull on in, say hello to the multi-talented people who are working there. Uh, You can always drop off a coat to help the underprivileged people in the community. They're uh, kind of constantly doing a coat drive, mittens, gloves, gently used or brand new. Uh, but uh, get your car fixed there, 616-532-6600, specializing in pretty much everything, European, Asian, domestic, EV, hybrid, but the only thing they won't touch is a Volkswagen. That'd be a bummer if you pull in, hey, hey, Eric Zane sent me, and you got this beautiful Volkswagen. They're like, ah, we can't help you. Get that shit out of here. Thank you to Irvine's. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage invites you to call upon them. If you're in the market for a mortgage, 231-332-6505. Please mention me early in the phone call or the message. Say hello. Say, Eric Zane sent me. Let's get the ball rolling. Uh, You can do this just about anywhere in the U.S. with the exception of South Carolina, Maine, Alaska, and Hawaii. If you're thinking about a mortgage, maybe a refi, maybe a, uh, a new home, you're, you're, you're moving and you're, uh, well, you, you definitely want to get uh, pre-approved, uh, reach out to Mario while you're researching various companies to get a mortgage from. Okay, that's, that's me basically saying just include him in you trying to find out the best one for your needs. Okay, not everybody would say that. Mar, uh, some people in markets, oh, no, I'm the best. I'm the best. Now, go ahead and uh, uh, maybe talk to people who you've talked to in the past or someone new or whatever. Just include Mario in that process, and more often than not, he's going to win your business. 231-332-6505. Got a great entertainment option for you. It's paintball in Grand Rapids, Michigan. TC paintball. Wednesdays are Little League Day. 
So get the kids away from the video games and consider uh, gathering up the uh, local uh, kids that your uh, that your um, son or daughter have pals around with and their parents, and have a rendezvous paintball event at TC Paintball. Little League starts at 5 p.m. So get there a few minutes beforehand. You fill out a waiver, throw a handful of dollars at them. They give you all the equipment you need, the uh, safety gear. They you have a safety speech, and then you are uh, you're going at it. Now, if you're uh, doing little league, it's the low impact machinery, so it's not going to hurt the kid. And they're kind of introduced to paintball slowly at a graduated pace, and they're just going to love it. We have a paintball war coming up on the thirtieth. RSVP, please, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. That's Paintball War 17, January 30th. It's a Sunday, 5 p.m. We're calling it Paintball War 17, Amsoil and Tears in honor of Jason Mays. Okay. As I indicated to you, I have a, uh, a quote-unquote best-of show happening on Friday. Because... Um, be dropping the uh well be going to the hospital with the nfk for this relatively uh common surgery where they uh widen the opening of his uh spinal canal i guess you know the spinal cord goes through all those little openings in each individual vertebrae and uh and whatnot and yours and mine has a little bit of room between the cord and the interior of the bony processes of the vertebrae. So it's almost like your spinal cord is 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 suspended, dangling, okay? Like this. Move, it's got like wiggle room and it's surrounded by cerebrospinal fluid. So here's your uh, vertebrae, your spinal cord is like this with all that room. Okay? The NFK's through three of his vertebrae, it's like that. It's like a vagina doing a Kegel on a ding-dong. And that's caused decreases in his uh, strength, loss of uh, feeling in his arms and legs, walks wonky. And, okay, in addition to it's going to continue to be a problem, and there's no reason, rhyme or reason as to why that happened. It could have been an injury or it could have been um, some type of degenerative uh, arthritis, I guess. Maybe the uh, bone buildup on the inside of that vertebrae canal. Um, but it is correctable. The idea of, if you can picture a vertebrae, they, uh, they're, they're going in through the back and then, um, you know, through all of that skin, fat tissue, and uh, they cut all the way through one part of the vertebrae and then score the other part, and then they're actually going to pull each one of those cervical vertebrae back millimeters. So then you've relieved the pressure, and now the bone is not touching the spinal cord. They plate the opening that they've created when they've made that... uh, uh, canal wider, you know, now you have a gap between the bones and the vertebrae. You can't just leave it like that. So they, you know, very small instruments and very teeny tiny screws and bits of hardware. They uh, put them back together again, like fucking RoboCop. 
And then that's it. This is like one of the most common surgeries uh, that these types of doctors do. I think it's called a laminectomy. And uh, they said, with luck, the mobility issues, the uh, la- a lack of sensation in his hands, like like the spine will, um, the uh, uh, spinal cord will be like, oh, thank God, you know? I mean, we can... We can uh, we can breathe again, and then uh, it sh- it could come back. But the 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 key things is now it won't continue to get worse because if it continued to get worse, he would lose continence and he'd be. I mean, he already shits his pants on a regular basis. So, all right, uh, it would be a regular thing where I'd have to say, "All right, get on your back so I can wipe your dirty asshole." It would probably be the cleanest he's ever been his in, in his entire life, but. You know, I mean, at, at some point, okay, most of us, if we have people that love us, are going to have to one day wipe an adult asshole. Now, I am not looking forward to that. Who would be, you know? I mean, maybe Boring Dean would, would, would like, actually enjoy that. I mean, hell, he'd use his tongue. Um, my wife had to clean up my mother's dirty asshole. And I tell you what, uh, she's a real trooper because when my mom was uh, aging and uh, she, she had a couple of issues where, uh, you know, something happened. My Diana was there and Diana had to do it, had to clean her up. And I was like, you know, you are the absolute best. I never had to wipe my mother's asshole, but Diana did. And, you know, I mean, that is a special kind of saint right there, you know? Some people might even like, oh, wow, um, like realize and say, well, hey, I got to go. See you later. And then just like leave the house or something like that. But not Diana. She's like, oh, dear. Well, we got to clean up your little butthole, Bernie. I'm like, you've wiped my mom's asshole. You're incredible. I'm actually turned on by this. Let's have sex. That's weird. No. We're all probably going to have to wipe an asshole at some point in time. I mean, that is, uh, that is horrible. And I just think that it's probably going to be me with the NFK, you know, and I don't, I don't look for, I would rather that happen later rather than sooner. And so this is going to keep the asshole from having to be cleaned by your old pal, Eric. Uh, this also, like I indicated, with some therapy, he might be able to gain some mobility back. And that means uh, I won't be woken up in the middle of the night when he's walking through the household. And it also may indicate it may lead to cleaner refrigerators and cupboards because he might realize that there's five tablespoons of peanut butter on his hands before he grabs uh, the refrigerator and the microwave and the cabinetry. And... He won't be paralyzed if he takes any type of a bump. This was actually very, very serious because when we found out that his spinal cord is in that spot where the vertebrae is actually hugging his spinal cord, any type of knock on his head, it would could very easily damage the cord. And that means you're paralyzed from the neck down. Want to talk about having to wipe assholes. Oh, my God. Daryl Stingley. You ever hear that bit that Charlie Murphy did when he's talking about Daryl Stingley talking shit about Eddie Murphy and Charlie Murphy went up to Daryl Stingley who's in the wheelchair 
Instead, he's going to flip him out of the chair if he says one more word. It's incredible. Anyway, I'll get to that later. Maybe. Um, so, and he's he had been going up and down the steps because he had a room upstairs or up here. I immediately said, okay, well, you can't go up and down the stairs anymore until the surgery or until you recover from this because if you slip and fall, that's it. You know, I don't want to be dealing with a... You, you, we, we don't need you paralyzed from the neck down. Hell, you're fucked up when you're walking. I can imagine how fucked up it's going to be if you have, we have to put you in a fucking chair. So now he, his bedroom is on this floor. Thank God. <coughs> so, Friday. Uh, up at uh, morning radio hours. 4.30. He has to be there at 5.30. He will be in a surly mood. A surly mood, to be sure. All right. That being said, I said to you, if you have a best of moment that you'd like to hear from the past, send it to me because I'm going to put it on the best of. And then I realized, I'm like, how am I going to track that shit down? I don't really have a way that I've cataloged it. I just save the audio and then that's it. So that, that might be tough. Hopefully, no one will take me up on that. Someone did. Nick V writes, I'm requesting the moment that made me a regular listener of this podcast. This had to be from a year or two ago. You were reporting on comments Joe Theismann made on a current football player. It's crazy because I was just talking about Joe Theismann yesterday. You then went into a rant about how you interviewed Joe Theismann on free beer and hot wings. And he only wanted to talk about Kingsford charcoal. And then you started saying things about Kingsford donating 10 cents of every purchase to burnt up kids. Holy fuck. I laughed so hard and probably replayed it four times in a row. Thanks again for all the entertainment. Nick, Nick writes, it helps uh, get through the more mundane parts of my job. See you at the rink. Signed, Arena Nick. He's, uh, I don't even know if he's employed by the arena or if he's part of the stagehands union or what, but he he's one of the people that makes everything go at the arena. And before that, I think he is. There's all sorts of venues downtown where these guys work. Could be DeVos Place or a whole group of people that I enjoy interacting with at the hockey games. Nick's one of them. And uh, he's, he's great. He contributes to the insane asylum. He's a Patreon member. Really, really sweet guy. I can't tell you that I will be able to get that one moment in time because of after 700 and this is 38 shows. I think that was a stupid thing for me to suggest that I would be able to uh, get those moments to be able to play for you. So I'm kind of an idiot. All right. Dad coming up in just a bit. Bennett Flooring Installation reminds you they can install the flooring. 616-318-0167. So how this works is, in some cases, they'll do it all. Get rid of the old flooring, help you pick out the new stuff to put down, and then put it down. That is full service. They do that. But what they also encourage you to do is if you want, go ahead and rip up the old stuff, uh, get the room the way you want it to be. Go buy the new stuff if you like. 
I'll get to that in a second. Totally different sponsor. But then when it comes to installing it, you're like, well, I could do it, but I'm not great at stuff like this. So why don't you do it? This is the cheapest way to make it look as absolutely professional as anyone else. These are professional installers. That's what they do for a living. Have them come to your residence or your business, measure the room, and just get a quote. Okay? And then you're like, shit, that's remarkably reasonable. And then, you know, you get it done, and then the boss or your significant other or whoever is like, this is a great move. Because if you do it and you screw it up, it's like, oh, boy, then you're going to have to call, and they're going to have to fix your mess. All right. That's kind of a bummer. Uh, 616-318-0167. Bennett Flooring Installation. That's two dudes, Jacob and Jason Bennett. Amazing sponsors for a long, long time on this show. Uh, I remember the meeting like it was yesterday. We met at a coffee shop, Jacob Bennett and I. Now, I've mentioned before that Jacob is one of the most thoughtful people in the world, but... Um, there is no such thing as a long conversation with Jacob Bennett. And I appreciate that. This might be one of my favorite things in the world because this was the meeting. Um, I, uh, I said, oh, hey, well, thanks. Uh, uh, this is so cool that you reached out about sponsoring the show. And he said, thanks. And then I said, so you want a sponsor? He said, yes. And then I said, okay, so um, this is how much it's going to cost. Do you agree? Yes. And then I walked out. And that's how long the meeting took. And that, I haven't spoken to him since. It's, it's incredible. It is. This guy, he gets so much done because he's not, uh, like, too talkative. He is the polar opposite, quiet, subdued, doesn't talk too much, like the two Zaniac megamouths, Amanda and Sarah. Okay. If you put those two together, uh, well, those three actually, those two ladies and Jacob Bennett, they would um, they would like consume him. It would be like white blood cells attacking COVID, and he'd be like, "Oh no, I'm being consumed by these two ladies that talk too much." Oh my god, holy shit, fuck! It's true. Six one six three one eight zero one sixty seven. The flooring that you buy needs to come from Kent drop the E at a U. He runs the most efficient operation, Johnson's Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet in Granville, Michigan. The main business is this beautiful showroom with all these amazing people that you you walk in, they're like, oh, would you like something to drink while you peruse? Oh, here, let's sit down by the computer and look at some choices of how your room could look. And it's, I mean, it is full service, okay? And then you're like very intricately focusing on what you want to buy at the main store. And then they they order it and then you set up your time and then it, it comes in and then you're good to go, okay? Very different though down the street at the discount outlet. That's also their store, their brand. Where you just walk in and there's mountains, mountains of product. And you walk out with it under your arm and put it into your truck and drive away. They buy it in bulk, remarkably cheap, and then pass the savings on to you. The lowest prices in the entire state at Johnson Carpet One Discount. I'm sorry, Johnson Carpet One Floor at Home Discount Outlet. Okay? 
Yes, you'll pay more for what you get at the main store, but there's a reason behind that because you're paying for the service that goes along with it. Discount outlet, no way. You walk in, you guys on forklifts, yeah, just look around, pick out what you want, and we'll get you, we'll get it for you. It's like that. It's amazing. If I suggest going there first. If they don't have what you want at the discount outlet, then go to the main store. But first, go to the discount outlet. You'll see Kent there. Drop the E, add a U. Uh, make fun of him because he's a libertarian. And then um, buy whatever you want. And if you say my name, this is what you do. You walk in say, Eric Zane sent me. Libertarians are losers. And then you will get 10% off. Eric Zane sent me, libertarians have never won an election. And then, and then you get 10% off. That's true. How about that? That's at Johnson's Carpet One Floor at Home, uh, behind uh, discount outlet behind Little Caesars. One more thing before I get to dad. He's like, oh, you're Johnny on the spot. I'm late. Bosco's Pub in Hudsonville, Michigan, part of Terra Square. I'd like you to go there to eat burgers, to eat quesadillas, to eat chicken fingers, chicken sandwiches, uh, wraps, uh, salads, and booze. The drinks are stiff. Keeping it stiff at Bosco's Pub, part of Terra Square, Hudsonville, Michigan, uh, along Chicago Drive in that like fake downtown area that they have. We will be there February 4th for our latest super spreader party at Bosco's Pub. 4 p.m. 4 p.m. start, right? On February 4th. All right. Dear Meathead brought to you by JM Synthetics. Online at jmsynthetics.com. morning hey i'm a little late today dad sorry about that well that's all right what two minutes yeah i got to i got to yapping you know hey hold on a minute yeah yeah hold on okay okay what is is something with the phone oh my phone was on a low so we had to go on high oh yeah everything good over there dad how are you I don't know. I just got up. <laughs> oh, you oh, you slept in. Uh, yeah, well, no, I not slept in. I was just messed up. <laughs> if, is this... I uh, about a minute and a half, two minutes ago. Oh, my God. So <laughs> you, you were just sitting by the phone, and then here I am? Yeah. Is this normally the time that you wake up? Uh, maybe five, ten minutes earlier. You know, usually I'm... I'm uh, yeah. Uh huh. She says she forgot it was meathead day. Okay. Now, Dad, um, I remember you saying that you would never be able to sleep. Um, that that you oh, would wait a minute, never be able to do what? Yeah, you you had were having trouble sleeping not long ago. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm awake. I'm awake. I know all these things that are happening in in around me while I'm sleeping. You, snoring. Well, yeah, Joanne, I, I, maybe you just don't know that you fell asleep, you know? Nah, Joanne, yeah, Joanne herself screws up, but she just don't say nothing about it. <laughs> <laughs> jo- 
So maybe you are falling asleep, but you think that you stay up. I don't know. Maybe. I'm not up. I'm alert. Oh, so you're wide awake. Not wide awake, but I'm alert. I know all about me. I hear my, uh, uh, there's a heater that's going on. It comes on, goes off. That thing about uh, three, four times went up and down. Uh, it kept me awake. Oh, wow. No, we hit the upstairs as well, you know. Okay. Well, I, I, I hate that. I would love you to be sleeping more. Do you find yourself like getting really no, tired? No, I can't sleep. I'm alert. <laughs> All right. Well, as the morning comes, do you eventually, is it the whole night? So basically, you lay down and lay there for 10 hours every night. I'm not awake. Wait a I'm minute. I'm alert. So... Alert. How that means? I mean, I don't know. Well, wait a minute. If you're saying that you're not awake but you're alert, so you're sleeping but you're like able I'm to. I'm sleeping alert. I've never heard of a person being able to sleep alert. Well, I am now. You your dad telling you that, but I know what's going on around me. So, are, are the eyes open? No. Okay. So, if I throw a baseball at you, you won't catch it. No. Okay. All right. I got it. Hey, are you all right there? I had a cough. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, Ryan writes, dear meathead, I've been struggling with something for a few months. I was wondering if you could. Oh, what's the name? Uh, Ryan. Ryan. Okay. Yeah. He says, I want you to share your wisdom, please. He says, we have new neighbors that moved in last year, Ruben. Um, We've mainly kept to ourselves and said hello. You know, no big deal. One night, my neighbor uh, caught me out in the driveway unloading the truck after a night. night. Yeah, after a night out. He asked if I was up for a beer. I had already had a couple, and I, I, and, uh, and I wasn't ready to go in for the night. So I said, yeah, that, that, that sounds like a good thing. I'll uh, put the kids to bed, and we'll, we'll have a beer together. They're outside talking? Yeah, maybe. Maybe they sit on the porch, you know, okay. have a beer with a neighbor. Now, when you say night, what time, how late uh, did they uh, You know, like uh, 10, 11, uh, 10, 11. At night? Yeah. And then uh, he says, but it gets very late. Uh, we, we kept drinking. It, it gets to 2.30 in the morning, and we got very intoxicated. And then the neighbor confesses to me that he cheated on his wife that summer while on the road for a work trip. Oh he, boy. He got very graphic and detailed. I know that they had just gotten married earlier that year. We ended our night and I did not hang out anymore with him for the past few months. My struggle has been if it is any of my business to go tell on him to the wife about what he shared. Or is that a bad idea? He says, I feel guilty knowing and having it on my conscience when I see his wife taking the dogs out. But I also do not trust this guy. And I have three kids at home, so I'm not wanting to start any trouble. What do you think I should do, Meathead? Uh, please embellish. Sign Ryan. Ryan, do not get involved in that. Yeah, I agree. Do not tell. Oh. And it's, it's a sad thing that's happened and sad sadder thing is the fact that you know about it yeah and you know what i don't i wouldn't trust him for all the tea in china 
if he does that to his wife, he wouldn't hesitate one minute. If he has an opportunity to do something nasty with you, he'll do it. Yeah, yeah, just keep your distance is, uh, is I think, a good if, thing. If your wife doesn't have any value with, he, with uh, you, yeah. uh, I mean, then you don't have any values at all. You have, you have no mentality to think, oh, hey, this is okay, let him do this and all that. If he doesn't, if he does that to his wife, he'll do that to you. Yeah, his friendship is not worth a penny. To, right, uh, right. So, uh, uh, he, the, but the question is, don't and and you you agree, don't tell the wife, right? No, do not get involved. Okay, it's funny because well, it's not funny, but I have two very close friends who have done this exact same thing, and I, Diane and I are both aware of the behavior, and we we didn't say anything. No, that's uh, don't. Yeah, I agree. It's like, oh boy. It's their dime. Let them spend it the way they want to spend it. Uh, I wrote down, I wouldn't trust him for all the tea in China. In China. And uh, it's their dime. Let them spend it the way they spend it. That's right. The way they want to spend it. Okay. (laughs) When they get divorced, hey, but you're going to suffer with it? No. Right on. Right on. Um, Let's see. You know, hey, you better feel bad for the wife that doesn't know about this crap. Yeah, yeah, it it, it was weird, um, and and it's funny because both of our friends that did this, they they it ended up they've been together very, very a long, long time after the fact. So I guess uh, it uh, it never surfaced. You know, it just kind of and whatever. Uh, it's you know they somehow it got worked out. Maybe he, maybe maybe the wife never found out. I don't know. But I know we didn't say anything. No, and in fact, I really don't even think that you should have any friendship with him. It's uh, it's a little weird, I have to admit. You know, here's the thing, Diana, her she knows, like I said, about this, and she knows the guy who did it, and she still, uh, like. And I, I, I said, is it weird to like look him in the eye? And she says, yes, absolutely. So we have to, we're kind of um, left to be in a tough spot because we have to act like everything's fine, you know, and it's, it's not, it's, it's horrible. No, I would not trust him. I don't even think, unfortunately, this is my, this is my makeup. Okay. If I was my buddy and all that, I'd let him know how I feel about it. Yeah. And I would really, I, in reality, I wouldn't have a whole lot to do with it. Right, right, right. All right, moving on. Aram writes, hello, my friend. Hello, Aram. What advice do you have for a businessman who finds himself forgetting his business meetings or accidentally showing up to his meetings 24 hours early? Is this a serious businessman or Mickey Mouse? He shows up. 20 yeah. hours late I for think, his business I, meeting? I think what Aram is early, saying, early? I, yeah, for the first thing, his, uh, his, I think he has a pal who's a businessman who missed a first meeting, rescheduled it, and then showed up 24 hours early to the rescheduled meeting. He says, is this a serious businessman or a Mickey Mouse? Well, 
first of all, I, I believe that it doesn't really. Let me let me uh, think Rob, this over. You asshole! What I'm going to tell you? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He can't hear me right now. I'm going to punch your face. He doesn't put value on his. Uh, yeah. Commitment. No, he doesn't put value on his commitment. It's it's horrible. If that's the case, there's a lot of other issues that he is conferring with himself that uh, it's, it comes, comes back to bite him. Yeah, he just uh, doesn't have a good head on his shoulders when it comes oh. to business. I mean, yeah. my God, what's wrong with an alarm clock? <laughs> yeah. What is wrong? Yes, okay. Well, maybe you should have a couple of alarm clocks. Okay. You know, this so, is, you put value on the uh, meeting situations. Uh, if you're in a business and all that, or let's say that you go to the, go to the airport to pick some passengers, you show up 10 hours later. Right. Yes. So you, what you're saying is he is, in fact, Mickey Mouse. Yeah, he, he, uh, he, he has no values on, on people's uh, commitment. Yeah. Yeah, he's a Mickey Mouse guy. Yeah, I believe that. I believe that. Jeremy. Oh, well, hey, he can wait. Yeah. Are you kidding? No, you can't do that. It's horrible. Oh. Well, that's my opinion. Yep, yep. In fact, I wrote down, uh, what's wrong with an alarm clock? Yeah. And let it rain. Don't just shut it off. Yeah. Jeremy writes, uh, dear me, Dad, I have a 2004, 2004 Ford Ranger 4x4. 190,000 miles on it. It has two different rather bad transmission fluid leaks. Uh, I'm not sure how much the repairs would cost. I have other vehicles, so I don't really need the truck, but I like the truck. Would you repair the truck or get rid of it? Well, the problem is not just that issue. With that kind of mileage, you know, let's say that you spend a good chunk of coin and uh, repair it. There are many other things can go wrong with it. Right. Well, first of all, consider this. Are you keeping that for a vintage or is it something that you need to repair it and use it? I think he just if, likes it. I think he a, just. If it's a vintage, you would have spent a lot of money to repair it. And I don't know what the advantage would be. I can't possibly think. Yeah. Of what? You, you don't drive it. You don't ride it. You don't use it. I think he just kind of uses it and drives it around because he likes it. You know, he actually enjoys the vehicle. If you, you know, so basically what I'm uh, like the old truck that you sold me, yeah. uh, would it be worth it to get that repaired? Not that for that kind of money that they're charging. Right. I, I listen to the television and for repairs. Thousands of dollars for repairs for what? Yeah, you can spend that thousand dollars or thousands of dollars plus another few by a brand new vehicle. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, it all. I guess it depends on the sentimental value of it. Like, like the truck that I bought off you, I would spend the money on it because it has sentimental value to me. There, that you, that can be a high price and can have a uh, a lot of effect on, to a point where a person almost makes bad decisions. You know. Sure. Well, Eric, that particular vehicle that you have is still got a oh, tremendous, yeah. tremendous amount of miles on it available. Yes, I believe that. I, I think, I mean, it only has... It was well-maintained, well-taken care of, 
Now, I don't know if you had any issues with it or not. No, nothing. Uh, and then uh, as I was driven, uh, with not a craziness, but very care and caution. And yeah. We, uh, I babied it. I took care of it. The only thing that I was upset about that, uh, where you put those CDs in there. Yeah, yeah, the CD thing kind of got wonky, but that can that can be repaired. That's not a big yeah, deal. Should, that's not a repair. I right. mean, uh, for a uh, usage. Yeah. So, the guy, when he told me what it cost to do that, I said, oh, my God. I well, just so I can listen to music. And uh, you I know, I, and the and the CD that's stuck in there is like Christian music. And the full Christian album. Oh, oh yeah, so I turn it on and it starts to play, and then I want to throw up. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I like that. <laughs> okay, uh, Adam writes this: Dear Meathead, I have to buy a new clock for the living room wall. I was thinking about getting a fancy digital clock. Do you like digital clocks or the classic sweeping arms? Much love and respect, Adam and Michelle. What would you prefer, Dad? An analog clock or a digital clock? Mm, that's a tough decision for me to make <laughs> because I don't put any values in uh, <clears throat> the uh, makeup of a watch or a clock to how fancy it is and all that. If it's digital, you can tell the time much better. Uh, yeah. But for, is it going to be hung on a wall? Yeah, it's like a, he wants either a decorative wall clock or a... I think... I, yeah. What are you saying, do you want it? Yeah, she wants like a, like a, like a, a clock face with the sweeping arms. Yeah. Uh, I think that's strictly... Uh, personal opinion i don't put any values on that yeah well i, I really don't uh now oh, do we have any clocks in this house yes, <laughs> yeah we have one right if it's it, on it the wall pretty inexpensive clock but it's a nice looking thing well let me let me jump in if he puts up a digital display on the wall to tell time i think he should be kicked out of the house because that would look yeah. ridiculous yeah. yeah, yeah, my wife definitely agrees with that. Yeah, it, it would look like he's, uh, you know, uh, you know, working at uh, NASA or something like that. It, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, you got that thing all worked out yourself. So. Yeah. so let me just jump in here and say, if you put that a uh, that on the wall, that is that is a bad decision. So get a get a regular yeah, clock. I, I think it's a waste of money. Okay. Uh, Mitch writes, Dear Meathead, thank you for being the best part of Eric's show. Well, thank you for the particular you asshole, Mitch. comments that you make. It really, really kind of builds me up. He, says, he says, seriously, you bring the li listeners the most enjoyment of the week. I'd say that most of the audience tunes in just for you and Joanne and not Eric. So, oh, so thank, thank you. you. Yeah, oh. thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. That, that feels great. Uh, anyway. He says, Meathead, the lake by my house is frozen, and my son and I are starting to go ice fishing for the first time. Um, have you ever gone ice fishing? And what do you think about ice fishing? We love you, and Joanne, <laughs> signed Mitch. Mitch, fishing has not been my forte. <laughs> <laughs> 
I probably have tried in my life just for, I don't know, for some kind of an uh, opinion to go fishing and see what it does. But I've never, I've gone with my kids fishing. I just sit around and watch them fish. All right, I'm writing down, go fishing and see what it does. Yeah, what what it does for you. Yeah. When you catch the fish, what do you do? You got to uh, throw it back in or you got to cook it or people. Yeah. Uh, the adamant fisherman uses the fish for eating. <clears throat> Definitely. All right, adamant it, fisherman uses the fish for eating, you're saying. Right, the catcher cleans it, eats, eats it. I don't even want to waste time cleaning it. Yeah. I mean, catching it, let alone cleaning it. But you will eat it. I'll eat it. Okay, so if he catches a bunch of perch or walleye and he has a fish fry, then you're you're all about it. But after, only when it comes to eating it. Well, that's, he does that? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's your, uh, that's your uh, makeup. That's your makeup. Yes. You like that. Okay. You've got to stay with it. Okay, good. All right. Uh, like, no, that's a good thing. And then fish is a great, great food. Uh, let's see. Joseph writes this. Dear Meathead, I love to hear you and your lovely wife every week. I listen to a podcast where the host is constantly pushing his friends away. I think he's a nice guy, but he's very opinionated. Should I continue to support him? Well, you know, the sooner you realize one thing important, it's a really important thing in your life. Every human being has got a character of its own. Yeah. None of them, no no two of them are 100% alike. Yeah. You got to let people be people. Yeah, I agree. I well, agree. If if it doesn't affect you or change your personality, hey, let people be what they are. When these, I listen to some people. Do you hear that, Joe? You brought a good point out. I listen yeah. to some people when we're having some conversation. I've experienced this thing actually, and you know, let it happen. And this person started talking about the things that had no values to me. Uh huh. But I let him be pleased with himself that he's telling me something and he thinks I'm listening. Which I am. <laughs> but you know what? Believe me, it'll be in five minutes. That's out of my brain. Um, so. Let people do what they want to do. So. Do not advise them. So when people are talking, just sit there and look at them and go, yeah. And then just pretend it didn't no, happen. No, no, no. Don't do anything. Listen, just listen. Yeah. Just sit there and go, yeah, okay. And that whole. And then at the end, you go, oh, wow. Wow, that's great. And then that's it. Then they, they feel good because they've told you something. And, and then. If you really want to make your point, says, oh, wow, you like that? Wow. Yeah, I like that. I did that. Oh, God. Wow, that's great. Okay. All right. Maybe that's what this guy needs to do. You see, here's the thing, though. We, we sometimes, when we're in a conversation, we try to make people become us. Yeah, well, you got to have its own opinion, right? And people have their own opinion on anything at all that you bring up. Exactly, opinions are like you know everybody's got one. You know, everybody's got one. They say opinions are cheap. 
They do? I, I didn't hear that one. I used to hear him that's, say... That's my makeup. I used, opinions are cheap. I remember hearing opinions are like buttholes. Everybody's got one. Well, that's gone too far. Okay. Okay, I'll just say opinions... <laughs> remember, everybody, opinions are cheap. It's cheap. So when the doctor says... It's coming out of your mouth now. Right. You expect me to digest that? So when the doctor says, my opinion is you should start chemotherapy, and then you say to him, yeah, well, your opinion's cheap. That's not the case. <laughs> you got to him, considering him an important person to tell you uh-huh. what's wrong with you. Oh, okay. All right. I got you. But when you were telling me what you did that was your opinion... Well, uh-huh. that's up to me to correct him. Yep. No, 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 that's not it. It's got to be my way. Okay. Finally, my last one of the day, I think um, Nathan writes, Dear Meathead, how important is organized religion? Wow, that's pretty heavy. How important is organized religion? Well, that's really a good question, and I'm really not an authority because I am not a person that is organized in my religion. I, I have one religion, is Christianity, Christianity and God, and nothing else changes well, me. I think he's referring to like um, a church, you know. Yeah, well, so I have a church that well, I've been I, in years and years and years. Okay, we changed them. I listen to my pastor. Yeah. And not, not the, the only reason I would want to change it is the fact that, for instance, we have to go one way, 25 miles to get okay. to the church. But what he's suggesting is, you know, you, uh, know. you, you actually are involved in an organized uh, group, um, that, yes. that church. So he, what he wants to know is, is that important? Like he might be the type of guy who has no affiliation, um, and and could still believe in God. So that's why he's asking how important is, I think that's what he's asking, but he says how important is religion? So maybe he's referring to just re- religion in general, you know? It's important for your fellowship. I agree. I agree. I think that there's definitely something Great. to yeah. it. Definitely. Now, people that go to church... I often wonder, though, in fact, that's a good subject that you brought up. I often wonder, what do they think? What, what did they, did they really hear what the pastor said? Or do I, do you start following what he said? Hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully yeah, hopefully something sticks, yeah, you know. But you don't know. Some people just walk out, that was it. It was like a habitual thing. I got to be in church. Yeah. But like Joanne says, it's their problem. My faith is my problem. Your faith is your problem. Well, it's my problem to concentrate on it. Wait. Or just go just <laughs> sit there and get out to go home. So basically you, know, you walk up values in yeah. a you know, in a preaching. So do you walk go up preaches to me and I go to that church? Yeah, I am actually going to follow uh-huh. that stuff. So, do you when you when you start to pray, like when you get say your prayers at night, do you say, "Baby Jesus, uh, you are my problem"? 
no, I don't tell them that. Oh, okay, good. Because, I was going to say. I don't have a problem with you. Okay, Jesus. gotcha, gotcha. That would be weird if he's like, well, wait a minute, what did I do? You know? No, that's right. No. <laughs> I love God. I love Jesus that died for me. <laughs> uh, and just to save me, and I consider uh-huh. myself as a really... Right. Worthless person that he saved me. I think that a lot of people who go to uh, actually go to a church and are part of an organized religion, a lot of the uh, um, relationships that they build with the other members of the church are turn out to be quite meaningful and friends and things, especially for people who might be alone. Like, let's say you're a person who's elderly and, you know, you don't have family or, or, you know, God forbid or something like that. That's that's very very important, you know. Uh, so Absolutely I not. I think that organized I, I religion like is important. When I go to church, I see people would gather after church. You know, oh my God, they're talking about the cooking that they did yesterday and this and that. Well, uh, I, I don't dig it. Well, yeah, that's 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 when uh, the, that's when their their <laughs> opinion is your problem. Really? <laughs> okay. Um, very good. I think I think you've uh, you've you've hit the nail on the head with with all of this, Dad. Well, uh, I'm trying my best. <laughs> no, you do a great job. People love to love uh, love hearing you speak. Both of you guys, seriously. Well, I love the people. I know that you have a group of people that I'm especially in, into their personality, to how they feel about me and Joanne. No, they're they're you're extra special to them. I mean, seriously, if you guys weren't around, they wouldn't even listen to me. They'd be like, "Oh, screw him! I don't even want anything to do with him." <laughs> Half the time, I wonder, God, do they really believe in some of the things that I oh, say or what? Yeah. If you did this every day, like for a, a podcast, like if you sat down, let's just say I had a setup at your house where all you had to do was sit down and talk, and it would be recorded, and people could listen to it, you'd you'd be a millionaire. Oh my God. Thank you. Okay. Well, I love you guys. Have a great rest of your day and a great uh, rest of your week. Okay. Uh, yes. And love to you. Love you and your family. And please, please stay healthy. Oh yeah. Yeah. And keep away from all this foolishness of disease. I'll, that I will try to keep away from disease. Yes, I will. Yeah. Okay. 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 Goodbye. All all right. I love you all. Okay. Bye. See you guys. Bye-bye. There you go. Another, another spectacular round of Dear Meathead. My new favorite thing is hitting mute on the phone to tell you to shut up or like you, one of these questions is, 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 a, is a, a jab at me to some degree. Thanks a lot. That seems to be the fun thing to do, bastards. So, all right. Dear Meathead, uh, brought to you by uh, the Trail of Tears over at JM Synthetics at jmsynthetics.com buy your oil and lubricants from the crying lube slinger the the one and only Jason Mays at JM Synthetics Chris writes well done meathead Uh, wish we could have meathead's mystery lyrics again a lot of work involved no not really it's just he I don't he doesn't read well anymore. It's seriously. I don't he it's such a struggle that it's almost I feel bad, you know. 
Kate says, I'm waiting for you to mess up on the on muting him. He's like, hey, what did you say? Uh, Lisa writes, there's a church in my area. They have a two-page form you have to fill out to be a member and has an income threshold to be a part of their cult. Oh, what? Tell me which one that is off of the podcast. I would love to do an Eric Zane Show podcast investigation. Meathead's lyrics of mystery. Why is Eric always referencing baby Jesus? Well, a lot of the things I talk about, have that's a great uh, way to... Uh, Jesus leads to comedy. Too many times I have uh, been faced with the opportunity of uh, pointing out that baby Jesus talking about that YouTuber. Baby Jesus wanted him to kick that old man's ass who stole from him. Come on. Kyle writes, I've been an atheist for 20 plus years, so I don't have a response. Oh, yeah, but you're young. You see, what you're going to do is you're going to get old and uh, you're going to be like, oh, God, I'm getting ready to die. I better find God. I better do it. And then you're going to have a crazy epiphany. And you're going to try to make it all, all up, uh, all of your years of atheism in like one month. And you're going to be in insufferable fuck. And everybody's going to hate you because you're going to be like going to one of those fucking hand clapping churches and uh, uh, starting to cry when you tie your shoes uh, because you're thanking Jesus for the ability to tie your shoes. Okay. Uh, us superior people, cradle Catholics. You know, we're more, we pace ourselves. We're more spread out. That's why we're so much better than you guys. <laughs> All right. Our Healy 69 says, Joanne is amazing today. Her laugh. What a sense of humor on her. I mean, the things I say to my dad that, I repeat to him that just sounds so wacky. When you see me writing shit down, like these notes that I write down, like today I wrote down adamant fish. I don't go fishing. Uh, no, he, and then I uh, go fishing and see what it does. Fishing has not been my forte. I wouldn't trust him for all the tea in China. What's wrong with an alarm clock? These are all ridiculous things that flew out of his mouth. Tarantula Farmer says, that's not how atheism works, Zane, but cool story. No, that's exactly how it works. I'm right, okay? At the end of the day, no matter what you say or do, I am always correct. Always. I have never been wrong about anything. Everybody knows that. If you want to hear four beer league idiots talk hockey, check out Just Chirpin. Chirpin is the polite term for hockey players to tell other hockey players to go after mothers. Yeah, I'm just chirping. Ah, he's just chirping. So these four idiots 
put together this podcast. Beer leaguers telling stories for other beer leaguers to hear. You can find it at justchirpin.com. J-U-S-T-C-H-I-R-P-I-N. Just, just chirpin. Okay. Uh, you can download the podcast as well. Uh, from the website, there's links to the usual spots where they are on, including Stitcher. Uh, I think this is Odyssey. So when you put the um, cursor, like here they are. Look at Here's Dues. He's the one who, look, he's playing hockey but doesn't know anything about hockey. Bellinger, that's Brent. I know him. He also uh, organizes a terrific pond hockey series called Silver Pucks. Stefan Hyde, um, here he is drinking a beer at Van Andel Arena on the ice. I would guess he has the most skill. I think he's in pretty good shape. And Chris, I don't even know what this picture is. I mean, he looks like he's got some kind of, um, I don't know, brain dysfunction. And he's just staring off into the abyss here. Wearing a, a hockey jersey over a collared, a blue turquoise shirt. It looks terrible. My God. Well, anyway. If you see, you know, I put the uh, cursor over where it says Stitcher. And then, you know, you can click on that. And then this one, you can get the podcast there. And then you put it over the Spotify one and nothing happens. And I said to him, I go, you might want to fix that. Spotify is a very popular place to download podcasts. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. It, it doesn't work. The Instagram. Yeah, like who's going to want to check that out? The Facebook page. All right. YouTube channel. What goes on on this YouTube channel? The Just Chirpin Podcast theme song. Okay. We do. No. And if you play a little bit of hockey, then I'm sure you'd be chirping too. This is horrible. So I started this show with my good friend and my crazy ass cousin. So get on this mic and we'll chirp all night. Cuz we're chirping to you. Wait, that didn't that didn't work. That 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 part did not work. So pull up a chair and grab a brew. Only 20 seconds left. And listen to Trippin', Trippin', yeah, I'm talking about the Dirt Nine Trippin'. You know I got that known Trippin'. Yeah. This is going to be stuck in your head for the day. Talking about the Dirt Nine Trippin'. This is Deuce, the dipshit who doesn't know who Gordy Howe is. Got that known bang Trippin'. Oh, come on. Oh, my God. I'm giving them their money back. <laughs> I'll take theme songs that make you want to kill yourself for a thousand, Alex. Stefan Hyde. 
I knew this was coming. Did you? Okay. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm listening to the live stream. Oh <laughs> my God. What, what, what a gem. I'm so glad I did that. I, I've, I've got to process it. And, uh, I, I, uh, I've got, I'm getting so many horrible comments, uh, about that. Uh, you, you, he is okay. He sure is making a mark dues. Yes. I mean, the interview with Ben Simon in which he announced to him, he doesn't know who he is. Mm hmm. Uh, claiming that though he's on the hockey podcast, he doesn't know anything about hockey. Truth. And uh, showing the musical ability right there. Uh, will his wife make fun of him over this? Um, probably. <laughs> That's a win. And you guys got to give him grief too. You really do. Oh, we do. We're oh, thank God. pretty good. When is the next recording of Just Chirpin'? We're recording tomorrow. Why do you keep doing things that I, uh, why do you keep avoiding doing things that will help you? I tell you things and you don't listen to me. <laughs> I think Jay has the final call on all of that stuff. Yeah, but you have on your website, listen on Spotify and then it doesn't work. It doesn't, you know, you, yeah, like I put the cursor over Stitcher, I can click to Stitcher. I, I, over Odyssey, I can click on Odyssey. Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. You go on to Spotify and it doesn't do it. So, you well, know. Maybe we didn't pay our Spotify bill. I don't know what it is, <laughs> but you guys have got it all ass backwards. You got to take care of that shit. I'm telling people to listen to you and uh, and you're, 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 you're shooting yourselves right in the dick. Well, you can listen on Podbean. Okay. <clears throat> so, all right. We got to get you on all these platforms. There's a way to do that. I know you. I know you can tell dudes to stop making stupid songs and to actually make it so that it's available on Apple Podcasts. He has to do that. Well, to my knowledge, we are on Apple Podcasts, but my brother-in-law tried to search it the other day and it didn't come up, so he got it on Spotify. So I don't know what's going All on right, well, outside of the, the tech realm. I'm that, telling everybody. Okay, deal. I'm telling everybody to search just chirpin or just go to justchirpin.com. Yeah, that's the safest way. That's what I tell everyone because I I have to check the website to make sure that the uh, the most recent episodes are being loaded to it. But yeah, I uh, I listen to all of my podcasts on Podbean um, since everything. It links right to Podbean, everything I want to hear. So yeah. it's one search or one engine that I have to go to, and you're updated. All the other ones I listen to are updated. Bad and news. That's where my uh, where I get just chirping when okay. I listen to it for there's you know, a, quality control on App, standards. Uh, on Apple Podcasts, there's a Just Chirping Baseball Podcast. That's not us. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's not us. <laughs> All right, uh, Nick Lindstrom, Hall of Famer, is now the vice president of ho uh, hockey operations. Does Dues know who Lick, uh, Lick, Nick Lindstrom is? I think he might know the name, but if he saw him, um, a picture of him, he, he wouldn't be able to put a name with a face. N not a chance. Okay, excellent. Well, I'll be looking forward to the ball busting uh, on Dues when you record and then publish it. How long after you recorded is it published? He usually gets it out by Friday. Um, if we record Wednesday, he has it, you know, edited, normalized, and all of that jazz, and it's out Friday morning. 
Um, and some rare, rare cases, if he's out of town for um, okay. kids hockey, then he uh, might get it out over the weekend. So, okay. Friday. All right. Very good. Just wanted to bust balls again. Oh, well, thank you. I welcome it. Keep it coming. Okay, buddy. I'll talk to you. All right, later. See ya. Stefan Hyde is the same. Driving to put up with Jay and his stupidity. Oh, my God. Just stupid. Oh, God. Fucking terrible. Makes me sick. Uh, thank you to Horizon Hydroponics. I'll be out there today with John, who his story about his business is really remarkable that, uh, you know, more than 20 years ago, he opened up Horizon Hydroponics, and that was at a time when, you know, if, if uh, you decided to cater to the audience that wants to grow things on their own, I mean, you were looked at as like a criminal. So he has seen it all in getting his bi- uh, business up and, up and running. So I uh, want to talk about persevering. Uh, he's thrived. Uh, building that business, and then kind of like the rest of the world caught up when uh, Michigan made it so that marijuana consumption, marijuana growth is not a big deal. And that has opened up an entire new industry. And marijuana consumption um, has helped so many people who are in chronic pain. Um, the idea of slippery slope, once we legalize marijuana in a great state like Michigan, everybody's going to be stoned is bullshit. Uh, I have no desire and nor does anybody I know who doesn't smoke marijuana or ingest it in any ways, any of the ways that you can. Do they go, oh yeah, I'm going to go and become a pothead. It, It doesn't work that way. So I'm just happy that it unfolded in the way that it has so that people can take advantage of it the same way they would. I'll tell you what, I would prefer people be stoned than drunk. Okay. If I had to choose, and if we're going to go ahead and say in this, uh, in this state, in this country, yeah, go ahead and drink as much as you want or smoke tobacco. I mean, come on, seriously. So I'm actually very happy that it's unfolded the way it has, but I digress. The point of all this is that John put the business in place at a time when it wasn't too cool to do that, but he persevered. And uh, now he is uh, just doing amazing things Four locations for Horizon Hydroponics. So if you grow stuff on your own, you, you, you need the support of the experts. So I, you know, no matter where you are in the U.S., you go to H-O-R-I-Z-E-N hydroponics.com and uh, buy the products that he sells to help you on your own grows. I mean, that's, that's cool. It's a, it's a, it's a fun thing to do. And then, you know, instead of, uh, it, if you're harvesting the tomatoes, which some people buy stuff from horizon hydroponics to help their, uh, vegetable gardens and flower gardens. That's, that's a thing. Uh, you harvest the pot the same way. These big, beautiful buds. Oh, my God. And you're growing year-round, indoors, outdoors, with all the necessary supplies to make that possible. And you can take advantage anywhere in the U.S., make a purchase, have it delivered right to you. If your order is over $250, it's free. The shipping is free. Not the order. The shipping is free. Use the coupon code ZANESHOW at checkout online, and you will knock 10% off. If you're local, 
Avoid all shipping costs by buying it online. Use that coupon code and then picking it up when you get there. That way you don't have to worry about any shipping. You can see the good folks that are there working behind the counter, listening to Grateful Dead or Fish or Widespread Panic or the Almond Brothers Band. Cool music, cool people. Horizon Hydroponics, H-O-R-I-Z-E-N hydroponics.com. I will be with John today at 4 p.m. doing Growers 101, meeting up with John, the coolest guy with a handlebar mustache and a beard. I'll see you on Facebook. My Policy Shop Insurance, that is the almighty Frank the Tank Fuss. Now, if you're a husband or a dad or husband and a dad and you work a job, a nine to five, you're making, uh, doing your best to make ends meet, maybe save a little money when you can. This is most of you, by the way. This is your scenario. Um, okay, got to watch our spending. You know, do this, do that. Do Make all the right choices. Do all the right things. And um, let's say uh, mom, wife works a part-time job or, or doesn't work or maybe she's the breadwinner or whatever. Um, my point in all of this is what happens if something terrible happens? happens or goes wrong like in the event of your unlikely demise or passing what happens to the rest of the family all of a sudden it's chaos in a lot of cases then you're looking at uh, gofundmes for funeral expenses and things like that i know this is a very heady subject matter but but wouldn't it be fantastic if you've spent a little bit of time and a small amount of money and 100% guaranteed that that amazing family would be taken care of in the unlikely event of this happening. Okay. This is what my father used to do for a living. He was a life insurance salesperson. Okay. And he was damn good at it too. Great, great insurance uh, salesperson. In fact, I, I bought a policy from him when I was like in my 20s. Uh, that was one thing, um, you know, he, that he, his work impressed, he impressed it upon me because you must get life insurance. You must get life. I was single at the time. And, uh, he goes, as soon as you get married, you get life insurance. I bought the policy. I still have it to this day. And then as more and more things happen in life, get, uh, have started having kids you buy, I would buy more insurance. So now I've, I've got a ton of insurance. If, if I die, one of you has to marry Diana because she's going to be rich as fuck. So, Dean, finally, Dean, you can move in. If you promise to take care of her, if I croak, you can have all my money and my wife because I purchased insurance. You might have to hope that someone throws acid on her eyes so that she doesn't have to see your uh, donkey-looking face. But still, I mean... There you go. You can move in. I mean, what the fuck do I care? I'll be up in heaven. I get her back, though, when she comes to the pearly gates. You have to, you're out on, you're out. It's all weird. Anyway, my point in all of this is um, it is a great decision to have an insurance policy in place in the event that something terrible happens. What will happen? I mean, that is a very daunting thing to think about, but it's very real. Uh, the peace of mind of having a life insurance policy is huge. 
Frank the Tank Fuss will take care of that for you. 616-914-4070. Reach out to Frank, send him a text or call him and say, Zane sent me. I want to know more about life insurance. 616-914-4070. You guys want to hear the Just uh, just Chirping podcast theme anymore? Aram says, Dean can walk Jackie down the aisle. Shut up. Fucking idiot. Oh, she would not be thrilled with that. She would be, no. No, thanks. Uh, the guy who won uh, the national championship uh, for Georgia, Stetson Bennett the fourth, isn't that his name? Yeah, Stetson Bennett the fourth. It actually said on the back of his Georgia Bulldogs jersey, uh, Stetson. It said Bennett, and then Roman numerals. Uh, IV Bennett four. That's embarrassing. Do we really need to have the numerals on the back for people? Do we really need to say, uh, yeah, Stetson Bennett junior. Do we need to throw the junior in or the senior or the, or the four? I don't know. Just seems like kind of a, just seems stupid to me. Um, just looking at the comments. Stetson Bennett, the fourth is the quarterback for Georgia. He, th- this guy strikes me as the type of guy who won't play uh, a down of football outside of college. I don't know why. Um, Georgia Bulldogs win the national championship. And I think this guy stayed out partying all night. He went on to good morning America uh, the next day. And this is what happened. MVP Stetson Bennett is joining us live. Stetson, good morning, my friend. Look at this dude. Look at look at him. He is still drunk. Performance last night. Have you had a chance to get any sleep? Yeah, uh, you know, a few hours. Um, <laughs> not many. Uh, I've been been wondering about. Yeah, no, not many. My <laughs> Look at this guy. Congratulations, and what a story! Not just the Bulldogs, but but you. I mean, you you start your career there at Georgia. If I'm Stetson Bennett, I'm like the Robin. Uh, yeah, your shirt is way too fucking bright for me right now. I can't handle it. You're a walk-on. You transfer to a junior college. You come back to Georgia. You know, so many people overlooked you. What have you learned? about yourself during this journey okay that's a lot so again he's drunk he needs to just puke and say i have no idea what you just said i can't even concentrate look at this dude uh, well, you know i think i had, <laughs> had a pretty constant view about myself um i think i learned that life i've always had a pretty conscious view about myself hard. well i'm glad that you've had a view of yourself of awake uh you know you gotta work for what you want um you know you gotta bet on yourself okay these are all platitudes and things that have been uh he's been coached about what to say during all interviews just like you know all you guys and just like he looks like death warmed over and, you know everybody here everybody who's ever been successful you gotta bet on yourself um 
you know, and other people might put in some, you know, change on the odds, but, you know, that, that, that never really matters. Um, you got to work hard, love the people who's around you. They got to love you and uh, bet on yourself. I would say, I would ask, why are black people better than uh, white people in football? That's what I would ask. Uh, well, you know, I think I always had a pretty constant view about myself, oh. Michael, and matters. Um, I think that's it. Love the people who's around you. They got to love you. All right, that's it. I just thought it was hilarious. He looks so freaking drunk still. He did pretty good considering. Rob Gronkowski, he needed seven catches in the most recent game of, uh, well, in the final game of the regular season to earn $1 million. Think about that. That just pisses people off. Um, here he is trying to convince Tom Brady to throw him the ball one more time. He's mic'd up. Check this out. Go, I need one more. Yeah. If I don't get the seventh catch, I have to go get a real job. Okay. That's funny. I love Gronkowski. Look at this dude. He's cracking up at that. Look at how much bigger he is than everyone else. I mean, he is remarkably huge. Look at this guy. All we got to see is Gronkowski get his catch here. What does that mean? Look at that. Gronkowski has his catch bonus. Tom, good pass, dog. Thank you, dog. You just got a milli? Yeah, I got a milli. You just got a milli? Oh, I got a milli. We going. Where we going? To the city. We going to We going to the city. This guy, this guy's such a, he's such a stoner. The loud, uh, if you've seen him on these um, commercials for the uh, USAA, he's the worst. So stupid. USAA Rob Gronk commercial. USA, he's so stupid in these commercials. Um, Jimmy, who was it? What's the guy's name? <clears throat> not Jimmy Kimmel, not Jimmy Fallon. Um, I forget his name. He wrote a book. Uh, he does a podcast that everybody listens to. Um, used to be on the radio. He's a comic. Damn it. What is his name? He said in his book, whoever that guy is, I'm trying to figure out who it is, that in all commercials that men are in, Men are always dumbasses in the commercial. Like they're, they always just do dumb things. It's like the wife is always the smart one and the guy, Corolla, that's it. Adam Corolla. He wrote in this book, um, I was reading, which doesn't happen often, but the one thing I remember standing out is if you were to watch any commercial that a man is in, he, the man is always like super dumb. So this is Gronkowski in the stupid USAA commercial. There it is. Hey, this is Stephanie. Hi, this is our... Uh, yeah, and the idea is Rob Gronkowski, this millionaire many times over, is trying to get USAA insurance because, you know, he can't because he's not a veteran. USA, this is Stephanie. Hi, this is uh, Robert. I'd like to get up to 30% off my auto insurance with SafePilot. I can help you with that. What's your member number? Uh... 
87. It should be between five and 12 digits. Ah, Boston, this is Super Bowl champion Rob Gronkowski. I'm not a member. Mr. Gronkowski, USAA is for the military community and their families. That's what makes us special. Oh, but I'm special. Oh my God. USAA. It's so stupid. I just, I just want to say the R word. Can't I say it? Why can't? Just let me say it. Let me say what this is. You all want me to say it. Come on. Let me say it. That that that's exactly what that was. Oh. Well, anyway. Uh how the hell did I get that point? I don't even remember where I, what I was talking about. Okay, I was just playing that clip of uh, Rob Gronkowski and Stetson Bennett the fourth. One catch, a million dollars, makes me sick. You know, I always, it always drives me crazy when I hear these athletes that are like, "Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm just trying to save for when I get old." It's like, wait, seriously, if you get drafted as an, let's say, a backup quarterback, and you make even the league minimum. And for like four years, you hold a clipboard and um, you, you can take that money. And then if you just don't spend any of it and leave it alone, and then you go off into your different lot in life, whatever that may be, it doesn't matter. You can still retire a very, very wealthy person. Drives me nuts. Gronkowski, though, I, I think he's one of these guys who is actually a saver. I was reading somewhere that. Um, all of his game checks and the money he makes from actual football contracts, he has never, ever spent it. It just goes right into some type of uh, thing to save to save his money. And that the, he only buys shit with like USAA money and things like that and uh, endorsements, which is just remarkable to think that all those game checks, he doesn't spend a dime of it. It's fucking awesome. I love hearing... When players save their money, there was a uh, special on the show Real Sports with Bryant Gumble about NFL players who blew it all and they're like, you know, near homeless. Uh, Luther Ellis is a former standout defensive player for the Detroit Lions. And man, he spent it as quick as he could get it. He burnt a hole in his pocket, man. And then there was the NBA player just recently. Uh, forgot his name, who was living at the at uh, the arena that the team that he played for. Anybody knows that guy's name? Maybe you saw that story too. He got like an eight hundred thousand dollar rookie contract, and he had run up all sorts of credit debt before he even signed the contract. And uh, so he had a all of the money; it was gone. So. He was homeless and he couldn't even like afford money to put gas into a car. So he just slept at the arena. Uh, what the fuck was his name? Damn it. And he ended up turning it around. But that that that's just sickening when you hear about that. Vince Young, he's another one. Oh, my God. Just horrible. Here we are, you know, just 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 getting by. And, uh, you know, trying to scrape two fucking nickels together. And this guy is making a million dollars a year and just, just spends it all like an asshole. Unbelievable. All right. I'm out of time. 
I'm done podcasting for today. I'm going to do the asshole of the day coming up next. Your suggestions at uh, on the chat, on the live stream, on Twitch. I would appreciate that. Did you hear the sound dropped out? We'll do that on Twitch. As soon as I put this in front, it like my my sound disappears. Fucking cool. Hey, 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 I'm amused easily. Once again, if you're listening to the audio podcast, please make a trip over to twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live, E-R-I-C-Z-A-N-E Live, and follow the page. A&E Heating and Cooling, longtime sponsor of this show. Thank you so much, Joe Martinez, and thank you to the audience for banging on uh, on their door at A&E Heating and Cooling. Uh, 616-516-8579. Reach out to them if you're in a pinch or you want to schedule some maintenance, perhaps a cleaning, uh, whatever it may be. Maybe an after-hours service call. Could be a whole new furnace being installed. They are the experts. They utilize the Comfort Maker brand of furnaces and air conditioners. A&E Heating and Cooling at 616-516-8579. Happy belated birthday to uh, Joe Martinez's uh, son-in-law, David. Wished him a happy birthday at the hockey game. Dumpster divers with, hey, Eric Zane, uh, listen, Eric Zane, I got an idea how to stop a vehicle. Uh, and it's it's just like an engine brake, but exactly like it actually, but it's not an engine brake. Uh, thank you for sponsoring Dumpster Divers. One of the reasons why Kyle stays on in the off season like now is because you like hearing him talk his idiocy on this show Thursdays at 9 a.m. He'll be back tomorrow. I just love Kyle. Uh, if you do need a dumpster, 616-375-9962. There's something therapeutic about getting rid of all the stupid shit that you've collected in your household. If you're doing some demolition work, you can uh, get rid of all the garbage, drywall, the shingles, whatever it may be, by throwing it into a dumpster diver's dumpster. It will be cheaper for you. Uh, weight limits are priced lower than the other guys. So you will pay less for a dumpster diver's dumpster. 616-375-9962. Call or text. Uh, if you are a contractor or you want some work done on your house, maybe, hey, I need you to rip out the drywall. They do that. They do demo work. 616-375-9962 for Dumpster Divers. Online at dumpsterdiversllc.com. Asshole of the day. I didn't really see this coming, and it wasn't until you guys started talking about it that I said, yeah. You're right, and I understood your point of view. The, the millennial twat, pussy, whistling diesel, who gets uh, robbed by this piece of shit neighbor of his and lets him off the hook. That was fucking terrible. Come on. This man should have been prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Thank you, Jason Schaefer, for showing me the light that this is all bullshit. Well done. 
So the YouTuber, Whistling Diesel, out. You are the asshole of the day. Jason Schaefer just wrote, all right, all right, time to hop in the shower and play with my dick, you sick fuck. All right, folks, that's going to do it. I'm done with the podcast for today. The free podcast is over. That's it. Two hours, 12 minutes in the books. Enjoy your day. Don't forget, reach out to me, Eric at EricSaintShow.com for paintball. All right? January 30th. That's a super spreader event, as is a super spreader event right here at Bosco's Pub. February 4th, 4 p.m. Take care, folks. Talk to you on Patreon. Bye-bye.